Hi there, you're listening to the Guitar Speak podcast. My name is Matt Wakeling and this is my show that I produce in Sydney, Australia, where I speak to leading guitarists and guitar figures from all around the world. Welcome to episode number 97 and today I'm bringing my live concert review of Joe Satriani on his 2018 Australian tour. Now Joe Satriani first toured Australia in 1988 as a hired gun on Mick Jagger's Primitive Cool Tour. Two years later, he returned fronting his instrumental trio, riding high after the explosive success of his second solo album, Surfing with the Alien, and its follow-up, Flying in a Blue Dream. By his own admission, Satriani was finding his way as a frontman at the time, and drawing on the lessons that he learnt from Jagger, and trying to translate them in the rarely charted waters of the critically acclaimed and commercially successful rock instrumentalist. For people like me who saw that first Australian tour, that struggle was invisible. Satriani had emerged from the guitar hero excess of the 80s, doing it on his own terms. He didn't need a singer, the guitar was his voice, and Satriani was creating his own language and vocabulary. And unlike many other shredders of the time, Satriani could write songs with memorable melodies that penetrated commercial radio. Fast forward the best part of three decades and Satriani returned to our shores on the back of his 16th solo album, What Happens Next. Countless shows have shaped his stagecraft since those early days and now he rules the stage, works the crowd and exudes joy and grateful humility. It's really hard not to like the guy. I caught the tour in Canberra's beautiful Playhouse Theatre, filled to capacity with an enthusiastic crowd. The show kicked off with Energy, Catbot, which are the opening tracks from the new album, and a rousing Satch Boogie. After spending near on 12 months touring this show, the band was in excellent form. Brian Bell on bass was his exuberant self, working the crowd and pulling off some amazing, whilst all too brief, solos. Joe Travers is the newest member of the touring clan, his drumming sitting firmly in the pocket all night, although he certainly chopped out during his unaccompanied solo. But I've got to say, it was longtime Satch collaborator Mike Keneally who almost stole the show. The former Zappa and Vice sideman was on guitar and keys duty, and astoundingly playing both at once several times during the two sets, hammering on the guitar neck with the left hand and playing a bunch of parts on the keys on the right hand. And on guitar, Keneally alter- alternated between a Supro and a Strandberg, which is a really curious mix of old and new school stuff whilst pummeling rhythms and wailing on some killer solos. Joe really shared the stage for this gig, man. His extended solo, this is Keneally, his extended solo on the outro of Super Funky Badass ruled, whilst duets with his his boss on tunes like uh, a jam-inflected Ice Nine and a hypnotic What Happens Next kept both the band and the crowd on their toes. A highlight of the gig for me was definitely the, the interplay and the spontaneous jamming between the band. At the close of just a beautiful sublime flying in a blue dream, Satriani found the sweet spot between two of his six, yeah, he had six wedges and embarked on a, just this majestic, glorious feedback solo. It was incredible. And all the while, Keneally and the other guys are just following him along. Summer Song and Surfing with the Alien Surfing, of course, unsurprisingly was the final piece of the night. Also features some really cool extended and euphoric outro jams. Now Satriani, he's got more than enough repertoire to pull off a greatest hit set, but refreshingly mixed a lot of new tracks with old favourites. He played uh, the Johnny and Santa Sleepwalk um, as a beautiful start to set two, and he set this up with a really sweet monologue explaining the song's personal significance. Gotta say, Cool Number 9 and Always With Me, Always With You were crowd favourites. 
And I couldn't help but smile when Satriani launched that descending melodic tapping sequence in, uh, in Always. Overall, the show was just beautifully paced. Two sets, and it uh, wasn't too long, wasn't, wasn't too short. Another fun bit was when longtime guitar tech Michael Manning got a shout-out from Satriani, which uh, for the extra nerdy fans <laughs> was very cool. Um, I've been reading about Michael Manning for, for a long, long time, and he kept Joe supplied with a pair of JS2400 signature Ibanez guitar. One was chrome and one was red for the majority of the night. And uh, seeing the spotlight reflect off Chrome Boy, that's the nickname for the Chrome Ibanez, seeing the, the light reflect back into the crowd and around the room was really cool. It was a very quirky addition to the visuals. The only break in those two Ibanez guitars um, was when uh, Joe picked up a blue, well, still an Ibanez, a blue painted, custom painted Ibanez for the new tune Cherry Blossom. And I couldn't see exactly, but it looked a bit more like a traditional S-style guitar. It certainly sounded like it as well for that really beautiful tune. Um, there were three signature Marshall half stacks, which dominated the back line on Satriani's stage right position. I couldn't see the pedal board, but you heard, you know, signature sounds like, um, you know, the wah, wah got a good run, um, the octave, especially in tunes like um, Ice Number no. 9, both a whammy pedal and a, just a straight uh, lower octave pedal and uh, just that short delay which uh, hangs around on a lot of Satriani's you know lead um, singing vocal kind of parts I've got to say to watch and hear Satriani this is my third time now to see him do it live um, from the guitar in a live setting it's an absolute joy and it was even for the most ardent fans there probably the only downside unfortunately Satriani's guitar was so loud it so dominated the mix um, to such an extent that sometimes it was a bit of a strain to hear the other band members. Now, I know it's a Joe Satriani gig, and I know the guitar is the principal voice, but just hearing these beautiful and otherworldly melodies so detached from the harmonic content that they, they connect to, usually it was kind of disappointing and, and sometimes a bit painful when Satch would do that crossover hand harmonic dive bomb thing. Man, it was crazy loud. I don't know if you can have too much of a good thing, but I think maybe I was. But that said, the euphoria of seeing just such a well-loved artist with a killer band spreading such good vibes and musicianship far outweighed any negatives. And I'm pretty sure the other 1,200 people I shared the room with would agree. So Satriani's tour, as I record this, uh, it's headed towards New Zealand, but I doubt this will be his last Australian trip. I certainly hope it won't be. So many thanks to Live Nation for setting up uh, a media pass for me to, to be part of part of the show and uh, my good friend James Cole thanks to James we um, we did the road trip to Canberra he Satriani was playing in Sydney on the Saturday night but I had a gig myself that night so worked out well that he was in Canberra uh, the night before for um, if, if you don't know Sydney or New South Wales or Australia for that matter Canberra it's probably about a two and a half hour drive so it wasn't too bad wasn't too bad luck and it was a fun road trip and James and I we used to make that uh, South Coast trip many times in the early 2000s with our band, the Coopers. So it was, uh, it was a nice trip down memory lane. All right, so there's my, there's my review. I hope you enjoyed it. If you've caught this tour, whether in Australia or anywhere else, I would love to hear your thoughts on it. I would love to hear what you thought of the tour. And obviously, I didn't cover everything in this review. So if you've got anything to add, please let me know. You can email me at guitarspeakpodcast at gmail.com or you can get in touch with us on Facebook or Instagram. Yeah, any of those formats are a really good way to, uh, to be in touch. 
All right, I hope you enjoyed the review. We do this sort of thing occasionally. Uh, we did Alice Cooper and Ace Freely in, in uh, recent times as well. But for the most part, we're an interview-based podcast. So we've had guests such as Dweezil Zappa, Andy Timmons, um, Zach Wilde, Scott Henderson, Gretchen Mann, Brett Garson. That's just a few of the 90-odd episodes we've done. So, yeah, if you're new to the show, please dig back. There's a lot of, lot of cool stuff for you to check out. Coming up, we have interviews with Vernon Reid from Living Colour and Simon Kinney-Lewis, an incredible Australian blues guitarist. All right, that's it for me. My name's Matt Wakeling and you have been listening to the Guitar Speak podcast. Thanks again for tuning in and I'll catch you next time. Bye now.